from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome to the Jack and Spike Show. Jack Stein, Spike O'Neill. Jack Stein on his last legs, his vocal cords just giving out. <laughs> My vocal cords are like, please, boss, let me go to sleep now. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired, boss. I'm mighty tired. I'm mighty tired right now, boss. So uh, I figured that we got a lot to get to in the show today. This bill that was uh, proposed by Phil Fortunato, the transgender bill where he wants to do that Orwellian thing to all the kids in the school districts. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about this crazy teacher over at uh, Chief Self. This guy said that being uh, uh, straight is offensive. We got to talk about this. this is an exclusive from Jason Rance. But before we get to all of that, we shall have some fun because Chris Sullivan, hero to the Republic, wrote an article. He's your conduit and he's glad to do it. He wrote a, an article that was Sully snow driving tips in the un- upcoming inclement weather. And Chris Sullivan is a dad to his beautiful son, Tommy, who's also a football Genius, one might say. No, I'm not sure if you would ever call the long snapper a genius. <laughs> okay. Unless he wanted to get his school paid for and not get hit by large people, then I guess being a long snapper is kind right, of genius. Yeah. I'm so, not going to lie. No, Sullivan, kids, kids' talent. Sullivan is a dad. Spike is a dad. And they both have dad voices. So I thought that maybe we could play a fun little game that we are calling Dueling Dads. Who taught you how to do this stuff? I learned it by watching you. Dueling dads, what the game entails is who can it express the best information mm. as a dad when it comes to driving in inclement weather, right? The ooh, idea ooh, is, like so what we're going to do is we're going to score it like it's the gymnastics. Okay. One to ten, if you get a perfect score, that's a ten. If you get a not-so-perfect score, that's a one. Laura's going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question. Nick is going to ask a question about the best thing to do whilst driving in inclement weather. Okay. Being that there's a tremendous amount of snow. Yes, Mr. Point Sullivan. of order. Uh, Nick, do you have the dump button ready? Because most of my best parenting was done potentially in later stages with some expletives. All right. He gets his director from the great Santini by Robert so, De Niro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you would not parent. believe how many times I have been called I'm, I'm, the great I'm, Santini I'm, by This is what happens when you get two dads in the same place. Am I right or am I right? They start or am making I right? Dad. All right. So let's get into round one. Right. Laura, will you start us off? So... I will not be here tomorrow. This is my birthday, and I'm driving up to the Meadow Valley for a weekend away. I would love to know what your recommendations are as dads for how I should successfully get through the mountain passes. What route should I take? How should I attempt this? Dad, I'll defer to you first. Oh, okay. Sullivan. Are you sure you really want to go? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. I mean the weather is the weather looks pretty 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 rough out there. I mean, I would be, you know, I don't not sure if I would even make it up there. And I'm a really good driver and you, you know, you struggled a little. I I helped I taught you and you know, you still have some things to learn and I I'd be a little more concerned about you going up there by yourself. So, yeah, are you sure maybe a different weekend? Wow. Or have a friend drive you? That was, that's a good that's a wow. I'm going to have to give so you good. a solid wow. 9 so on good. that one, wow. Chris. So that good. was Thank a, you. stuck the right landing the on that gate. one. <laughs> Uh, Nick, what do you rate Sullivan on that dadding? Uh, 
I'll be generous, although a little critical at the same time. Maybe a 6.5. 6. What are you, the Russian judge? Wow. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, you, uh, well, Sully, you could have gone over the top with, I blame your mother and I for giving birth to you in January. Laura, what's yeah. your... <laughs> that would have been, that wow, been a solid win. I hadn't land. even thought of that. I know, right? <laughs> Laura, here, here, what is your score oh, for Mr. Oh, I'm, I'm a little indignant, so I'm going to go for a 5. Mm. Wow. I feel like I can make it. Okay. All right, I've learned over the years that kids are going to do what kids are going to do. It does me no good to tell you to pick another weekend. You won't. So here's what I will say to you. Make sure the tire pressure is checked. Before you go, you've practiced putting on the chains that I bought and put in the back of your car for you. <laughs> it's not enough to have them in your car. And you're not going to want to learn how to put chains on reading a, a, an instructions <laughs> with a phone light on the side of the road in six inches of snow. Okay? Um, you got your go bag ready to go? No. You got your you got you got your warm blankets, your battery operated <laughs> no, radio, and enough food that so we won't have to resort to cannibalism. We talked about cannibalism before. As for the root... <laughs> As for the route, it's going to depend upon what you are going to get out of here before before noon, right? Because you're not going to drive at night. I'm not going to let you drive at night. Oh. Got to go over in the sunlight. Got to go over in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And I would monitor the good folks at WASDOT, strong guys, most of them anti-vaxxed, so you know you're getting a good plow. Okay. okay? So, so, all right. So uh, what would I rate that, O'Neill? I would give that a solid eight. I think that's a good showing right there. You lost say- me a ta- look at WASHDOT when I'm right here. <laughs> I'm the conduit, not WASHDOT. Uh, I, I played your cards, what I did yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, played you your card. Nick, what would you give uh, uh, O'Neill's dad voice right there? Mm, it was slightly better. I'll go 7.27. Okay, that. I like that one. What I'm would you give? I'm going to match Jack's eight. Okay, all right, this okay. is a good score. Now I, have to now I know what the judges mind. are looking for, right. so it's See. time to kiss some <laughs> Unfair, I was working the judges from a point of familiarity. Okay, True. so uh, I will now go. So we'll start with Sullivan this time again. Uh, so, uh, Chris, the, with me and driving, I'm going to end up borrowing my friend's car to go over the pass. And so I was just curious if you have any insight. What kind of car is it? <laughs> I mean, what kind of car is it? I mean, have you it's driven a, this car before? No, I've never well, driven it before. Who is this guy? Do I know him? Do I know his, Have I met him? Have I met him? Have I met his parents? No. Well, no. Okay, seriously. It's a Toyota Tracel is what it is. Oh, my God. Front wheel drive, tiny car, over the pass? Yeah, I'm going to John's. No, 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 no. Oh, well, first of all, we, you and I have talked about John and your relationship. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be serious here. Uh, no. What? But I know you're going to go, <laughs> no. but here's the deal. Okay. Chain up. You damn well better chain up okay. to steal. You know, mm-hmm. uh, no, no, no. Uh, and, <sighs> no, seriously, don't go. No. Okay. You're no. not going. No. You're not going. You're, you're not going. You're grounded, But you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> you're going to sneak out of the house. You damn well better fill up the car with gas before returning it to oh, him. Oh, okay. There oh, you go. Good. That's good right there. Wow. Uh, what would you give uh, Sully right oh, there? Oh, man. I'm going to give that a... I'm going to give that a nine. Wow. The blustering, really. You're not going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you went nuclear. You got worked up. You're yeah. grounded? Yeah, that's how I went. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I felt get the back fire a little more there. I'm going to go a 9.1. Wow. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a nine on that one as well. So that was Kids. a very close to a perfect score, Kids. Mr. O'Neill. I'm planning on taking my friend's car, or in your in this circumstance, let's change it up a little bit. A rental car. I'm going over to John's in a rental car. <laughs> oh, this is, this isn't fair to Sully. <laughs> you're, you're giving me a layup. 
rental car, you're going to get all the insurance. All of the insurance. Okay, I'm talking about every bit of insurance they offer because this is going to end up in a ditch. Yeah. What kind of car are you renting? I don't, whatever they have on the lot. Toyota Tercel, you're telling me you're going to rent no, no, those? No, no, that, fr- that was what I was going to borrow. I'm, I'm playing into this. Okay, so first off, unless it's an all-wheel drive with clearance of over nine inches, at yeah. minimum, okay. you can't take that car over the pass. <laughs> if you are forced to take a, a Toyota Tercel, front-wheel drive's fine, there's no weight. We're going to load these bags of salt into the trunk of that rental car okay. to give you the additional weight needed to get the chains, as mentioned, on the car. And plus, if you get stuck to salt, we'll double as you're getting out of an icy situation. Wow, that was really good. Laura, what would you give Mr. O'Neill? Oh, my God. Uh, that's That's an eight and a half for me. Eight and a half, Nicholas. It was not as good as the last one, but he still gave a good effort. 8.62. Okay, Ooh. and then I'm going to give you an eight on that one as well, my friend. So that was, okay, this you is... You kids, I don't deserve this This love. is the final... <laughs> you know, if you and if Mom and I were mad at each other and you were the having a good time with Mom, I would have said, take the dang car, I don't care, it's a rental! <laughs> All right. <laughs> so That's friend dad. <laughs> we're talking about how Sully wrote this article about driving in the snow, and so it, it seemed very dad-like to us, and so now we're having a dad off we're having a dueling dad off between it's a dad off <laughs> between Sullivan and O'Neill Nicholas oh. you have a question for them in the final lightning round of sure uh, I was gonna ask let's say I have like a rear wheel drive we were talking earlier Sully about uh, trucks I grew up learning on a 97 Toyota Tacoma with rear wheel drive and back in the day you know when it was getting icy on the hills you'd have to really rev up the clutch and burn some tires to just get moving so I, I would ask do you recommend driving rear-wheel drive vehicles in these conditions? I'm not even sure if Governor Inslee allows rear-wheel cars anymore. <laughs> Do you know how fuel inefficient those things are? Do you know what it's doing to the climate right now? I can't pretend to be that guy. That's Spike. Sorry. That's yeah, so, don't play my no, game. No, no, no. Rear-wheel drive cars were great when, I don't know, it was 1950, and you're on a flat road. <laughs> Have Everybody you ever been around a corner? Have you ever been around a corner in a rear-wheel drive? Have you ever really driven one? Your back end flies around. You got no chance. You're going to be spinning around and doing donuts, even on the flats. You can't even get on a... No. 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 Okay. No. Uh, no rear-wheel drive car. Nicholas, Sorry. what would you rate Mr. Sullivan here? I think I like the aggression. I like the fire in there. We're okay. going to go 897. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, Laura, what would well, you give for us? For listeners at home, that's that's going to be a nine for me because it looked like you were giving him a migraine just while you were talking before wow. he even responded. The veins in the forehead. His head was artistic. in his hands. Oh. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here. This is gonna be controversial. I'm gonna give that a perfect ten. Here's Ooh. why. Here's why. Because it went from the initial question to something totally unrelated, which is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to go perfect uh, 10 on that one because... need the Crispers Cross song. Right. You didn't even really answer the question. No. But you still conveyed the meaning of the question. Because so technically, I wasn't sure what the question was. I just exactly. heard something I wasn't, and I just went off. That's right. And that's exactly what dads do. Uh, okay, so this is a big round for you, Mr. O'Neill. This well, is a clinch it. I, I have to defer to one of the greatest cinematic efforts of all time, Billy Madison, and uh, James Carville's appearance. no. That was perfect. That answer was perfect. I have, I have nothing to add here. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So that, Is that right. a concession? That so yeah. it looks like now, then... I, I, it... I, I will say, 
I will say, in defense of rear-wheel drive cars across the state, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing. They I got know that is true. If you they own one of those boys, doing. you know Come what on, you're right. doing. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's, the, the vein in the forehead, I'm still in awe. I don't know how you do that. By that was a, De Niro-esque. By a huge margin, Chris Sullivan wins. <laughs> yeah. The dueling yeah. dad voice. It's almost voice. like this is his job, the driving. It's also not fair. I did coach Little League and youth sports for like yeah. 20 years. I raised girls, so what are you going to do? Well, yeah. my friends, thank you both so very much for playing this game. I appreciate Appreciate it, Chris Sullivan. Now the champion of dueling dads. And All right, that took a lot longer than I thought it was. Going and to I'm off to work on my dad bod at the gym now. Just so you know. All right, you so, work on your dad bod at a bakery, by the way, not a gym. Th- yeah. Thank you, Mr. Sullivan. We appreciate it, my friend. All right, so, guys. Thank you, and thank you, Laura. Washington has uh, a senator is now actually proposing an idea that, or excuse me, a representative is now proposing an idea. It's SB 6116, sponsored by Senator Phil Fortunato. Why am I so ill today? This is a question I want to ask. Because you've worked, you've worked through it. <laughs> you, because you haven't taken a break to rest. Senator Phil Fortunato, who's a Republican out of Auburn. He oh, you're is, kidding. Republican He, he is seeking to amend existing laws that introduces new sections to categorize student-athletes based on identified sex and chromosomal makeup. Now, this seems bizarre because in order to test for chromosomes, you have to do a decent amount of testing. Right. So what he's basically trying to do is split the baby when it comes to trans athletes. Mm, okay. And yeah. this is yeah. really difficult and very Orwellian. Laura, do we have that? Because Jason Rance spoke to the fine senator. And I do not have the audio because KTTH audio is a matrix in our system uh, that is very hard okay. for me to navigate. That's okay. I apologize. So when Jason asked the representative how they were going to determine the chromosomes of children before they engage in team sports... He said that they would be using mouth swabs, meaning that they swab the inside of your child's mouth Mm -hmm. and then they send that off to genetic testing. And then the school gets that results back because often with trans children, you cannot actually tell. Yeah. Depends upon how long the the child has been in. Or even I would even say pre any kind of if it's just regular gender affirming care for some of these kids, you can't even tell. Right. Yeah. And so his idea is maybe the most Orwellian thing I've ever heard when it comes to determining who isn't and who is a trans child, which is we're going to take your child's private medical data and then we are going to have some random third party, which is going to be paid for by taxpayer dollars, by the way, then do genetic testing on your child. This is what I talk about when people get a little bit too like wackadoo about trans people. When you're this crazy about it, do you see how many boundaries are being broken here? You know how weird that is? Okay, kids, line up in a straight line, and then this uh, husky woman is going to come along, and she's going to put a cotton swab in your mouth, and then we're going to send that off to some factory in Michigan where they're going to test your DNA, and then when we get it back, then you can go and play softball, or you can shower with the kids in the right bathroom. Will That's you give pretty you a weird. blue card, a pink card, or a purple card? card right. allow you to get into the match <laughs> right. every time and we'll keep all that information somewhere filed away on your student's child i thought the republican party was the, was the party of privacy not anymore not anymore no this so it basically proposes four athlete categories women and girls with xx chromosomes men and boys with an xx chromosome men and boys with an xy chromosome and women and girls with an xy chromosome in a separate category for students not fitting within these classifications now for those of you who don't know in genetics on occasion you will get triple x chromosome right or you will get double xy chromosome or xyy chromosome will make up this is not something so this is the problem when when people who don't necessarily understand trans medicine chime in and they go well the way that you tell someone's uh birth sex is by their chromosomes not really 
Not really. I mean, we're talking about now effectively humiliating children to ensure how many trans kids are in Washington state, a couple hundred. How many of those actually play sports? Maybe a couple dozen of them. We're going to be genetically testing every child in the state to ensure that maybe 24 to 30 kids don't get to play softball. This is insanity. Using taxpayer dollars, I can't sign off on this. Who could possibly sign off on this, right? So my, my take on this, it, it, it's, it's, this is so insulting and heartbreaking that this is even being humiliating. Uh, and I understand the intent. I guess it's, I guess it's a benevolent intent. You know, it's, well, it's a look at the way he phrases this, O'Neill. Look at what he says. Are we really going to let men complete, compete against women fairly? It's always men competing against women. He should probably go look at that kid in Austin, Texas. Mac, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'm not sure. He was the wrestler, the trans wrestler. Oh, okay. I don't remember his He's name. like number two or three in the state. Yeah. I mean, so look at how he's framing this. We're doing this for kids, but then he says men against women. I'm sorry, people under the age of, of 18 aren't exactly men or women, they're children. Right? Representative Fortunato says the bill seeks in a non-discriminatory way to ensure fairness in sports. I think the priority ought to be to ensure health and well-being in children. And this bill goes, yes. goes completely in the face of that. Com- completely. The health and well-being of children. The thing about children wanting to compete in sports when they're transgender children is they want to feel included and inclusive in the community and the identity that they most are drawn to. Yeah. And to build a separate category for trans athletes could be the most insulting, well, discriminatory. he should have called me. He should have called me because I would have given him my solution, which I think is the best solution, which we can talk about later. We'll take a really quick break when we get back. Terminally Online. Amazon-owned live streaming platform is cutting jobs by 35%. Wow. Wow. Why is this the case? Is the tech bubble finally breaking? No. (laughs) But we'll discuss why Twitch is having a very difficult time and why you need to know about this because this is what your kids are consuming. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this. The Internet can be a dark and often dangerous place. Only one man has the courage to go where no sensible person would go. Jack Stein is terminally online. Terminally online, wasting my life on the internet so you don't have to. Twitch is one of the largest social media companies in the world. Started out in San Francisco as Justin.tv. Amazon bought it for $970 million. Wow. It is, I think, fourth or fifth in terms of like the streaming platforms. Okay. I mean, this is a huge company. And they just laid off about 35% of their employees. Now, that equates to about 500 people who work for that company, which is a pretty amazing figure. Now, Twitch, you might be saying to yourself, Jack, what do I care about this? I don't care. Your kids care about this because Twitch, more often than not, is used by people who are under the age of 18, under the age of 24. Now, YouTube is still king. YouTube is still one of the number one visited websites uh, in the world. Twitch for a period of time, was the biggest contender to YouTube. And the problem that happened with Twitch is, is again, the idea was that you set up a webcam, you sit in front of it, you play video games, you talk to your audience. Originally, when it was started, they had gambling streams, they had jacuzzi streams. You know what I'm talking about, Spike. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Kids? Getting in the jacuzzi. You want to send $5 my way? Maybe I'll be in the jacuzzi a little bit longer. You know what I'm talking about. 
So well, this, this is almost a boomer to zoomer because I had no idea. Right? Yeah. So on Twitch, it's not wasn't just video games. It was also pretty ladies, and it was people who were gambling, and it was people who were major uh, uh, major league gaming sporting events were all on Twitch. It was a really big deal. Problem with Twitch is that they started changing their terms of service because they wanted to attract high level advertisers. They wanted that sweet, sweet A tier, A rating advertiser. Okay. They want GM. They want Disney. In order to get that, they had to make some concessions. So no more gambling. Cut all those streams. Ooh. Cut all those streamers. Yeah. Can't gamble anymore. Well, what about a nice hot tub stream? Not anymore. It's got to be censored. You got to be have more clothing on. Otherwise, it's considered to be indecent exposure, and we're going to cut it, right? So over time, a lot of the talent that went to Twitch because they couldn't be on YouTube anymore, they decided I'm not I, I'm not making any money anymore. I'm not a partner there. I can't collect donations anymore. What's the point of this? So a bunch of guys got together and they started a platform called Kick. And on Kick, you get to have your gambling. You get to have your hot tub streams. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. O'Neill. I only watch them for research purposes. <laughs> only. Six how do you, how do you hours. K I C K is it? K I C K for research purposes. Minimum six hours every weekend. Saturday. How long can someone be there without feigning? That's yeah. that's what you're researching. I'm, I'm taking <laughs> pruning. Extensive, pruning. extensive notes. Extensive screenshots documenting this for purposes of science that I refuse to go into because I won't have you belittle my good hard work on this issue. Point being is that basically they got out-competed in the market, mm. but now kids are going to kick, and a lot of the neo-Nazis ended up going to kick as well because kick has uh, basically no terms of service. So when people talk about alternatives to YouTube, when they say, oh, these big tech companies like Facebook and like YouTube, we got to have alternatives. Who's the first group of people to end up on Rumble.com? Who's the first group of people to go to kick? Nazis, fascists, racists, and those hot tub streams. You know what I'm talking about. Nothing like being a Nazi in a bikini. <laughs> Nothing like it. So hard to hide your tattoos, though. Right, it oh is. My God. So, but so, you get what I'm saying, though, Laura. No, like this, it what what happened was is that by attempting to clean up their platform, they lost revenue, and everybody went to other streaming platforms. And now they're kind of having to understand that they removed people who were making them tens of millions of dollars a day over things like you can't gamble on our website, you can't wear a bikini on our website, so on and so forth. But is, isn't this a place where a guy like Jeff Bezos, who's got untold amounts of money, can take a financial hit to put a platform out there like Twitch, which is a safer, cleaner platform? Sure. Did you ever hear about what happened to Mixer? No, I don't know what Mixer Laura, Yeah, you, what is Mixer? Mixer was Microsoft's competitor to YouTube and to Twitch. Okay. And they went around and they hired a bunch of streamers, high name streamers in this world, people that your kids watch, okay. Ninja, Shroud, people like this. And they gave those guys 20, 25 million dollar two year contracts. That company went under in six months because nobody wanted to go there. Who had heard of Mixer? I'm sure that I, most people I, don't know what Mixer was. I know what it was because they had hot tub streams. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Sure, we, we really don't. <laughs> Seriously, don't. Okay, so but this is the thing that happens with these platforms: is when you say, "Can't Bezos just dump more money into it?" Not really. If you're losing money that rapidly, not really. So we're you, talking about Microsoft pulling the plug on a program that was supposed to be around for years. They killed it after six months and let all those guys keep their multi-million dollar contracts. 
Yeah, but I would I would venture to put forth that Microsoft isn't in Amazon's league. Microsoft's untold wealth. I mean, they, they're huge. They're global. But Amazon's, a, it's a whole different beast for Bezos. He doesn't care when he loses a billion dollars. He's got it to spare. Ye, I, I feel like what I've heard about Amazon's uh, corporate strategy is that they're willing to try big ideas and fail rather fail spectacularly. Yeah. Right. And so but, kind but of, my question was, can it keep going? And you're saying probably can't. Well, not in the way that they formed it. Right? I'll give you another example. There's a very, very popular political streamer. He's one of the largest political streamers in the United States. His name is Destiny, Stephen Bennell, which I know is a girl's name, but he's a he's a guy. He's Stephen like Bennell is a girl's Steve, name? <laughs> Destiny. I got you. And he was on Twitch. And when the Rittenhouse shooting occurred in Kenosha, he went on his stream and he made the argument that he thought that the Rittenhouse shooting was in self-defense. Okay. Twitch okay. cut him over believing that he was supporting a mass shooting. Now, when mm. it was later found out that uh, Rittenhouse was found innocent, they wouldn't reinstate his Twitch partnership. So he took all of his talent and all of his fans, and he went to YouTube. And now he's making money hand over fist on YouTube right. and on Kick because Twitch decided to pull the plug on somebody. It's, it's a perfect example, if you want to use this phrase, of over-policing of content, much like how what conservatives say about these mega social media platforms, Twitch fell into that same habit of kicking people off that they disagreed with. And unfortunately, when that happens, you end up having a deficit of talent and a deficit of people who actually want to watch your platform. But how do you compare this with uh, what Elon Musk is doing to uh, X, formerly known as Twitter? Oh, that wow, that is such a good question. X, unfortunately, Musk decided to take the route of, I don't need big names on my platform to make money, which was a huge mistake. I right? just need yeah. the average right. racist. The average racist or the average fascist to come and use my platform. And he didn't anticipate that people like NPR were just going to leave, right? He didn't anticipate that these big name uh, 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 people were just going to leave his... How many celebrities have, have left uh, uh, X? X, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Anybody I care about, it's anybody, anybody I want to follow. It's yeah, in the hundreds. Yeah, Nobody yeah. use. what am I going to, why do I go on Twitch so I can see, or why do I go on X so I can see what the guys at the Daily Wire have to say every uh, day? No, thanks. So I can see what Den Dennis Prager says every day? The Babylon Bee. The Babylon Bee says <laughs> <Sorry>. every day? <laughs> I got a bigger question, but we don't have the time for it. I'll ask it later. Oh, yeah, that's that sounds good. Yeah, my I got, friend. I got no, a but bigger, it, bigger question. Basically, Musk did the opposite of what Twitch did, is he opened it up too much, and then you end up with people not wanting to advertise. It's funny, both got the same result, though, an untenable business model. So there's this great <laughs> this thing about uh, high achievers and their morning routines that was released by the New York Times. This person interviewed more than 300 high achievers about their morning routines. I do one of these things because I'm a high achiever. Yeah. And it backfired are. today. Ooh. It went real bad. And so we're going to talk about it when we get back right after this. So high achievers were interviewed about their morning routines. And when I was reading this headline, I thought, oh, I do one of these things. Because when I got sober, uh, not really sober, when I quit doing heroin and cocaine and smoking cigarettes, I started to try to integrate habits into my life that were beneficial, nourishing. Okay, yeah, and, smart, you know, smart. You know, I'm a music lover. Okay. So I started doing this thing. I found out that I could program my phone to start playing uh, music right when I wake up. Okay. So, so I wake up, instead of an alarm, instead of, nap, 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 right? It's a music from my playlist on my phone, which is tens of thousands of songs in the cloud that I have, right? Cool, yeah, no, I so, like this. 
And and most of the time I wake up, it's usually like classical music or something okay. something that affects, maybe it's a little prog rock, maybe it's a classic rock, mm-hmm. maybe it's the four tops, could be anything. Okay, right? great. Could be four non-blondes, could be any any kind of music, could be a tribe called Quest, Binary Star, doesn't make any difference. I wake up to music and I listen to music before I even look at my phone 15 minutes every morning. No kidding. And it changes my my mood, right? It like alters. This. It's it's waking up the part of my brain that I like, which is my music and my creativity brain. As you guys know, I have been very sick over the last couple of days, and I've been suffering with costochondritis, which means that my rib cage is irritated, and it feels like somebody punched me in the solar plexus, and it's unbelievably painful, particularly in the morning when I haven't moved around very much. Right, you've stiffened up overnight as your body heals. Right, as my body heals. So it feels better, but it still hurts. So this morning, uh, I, I wake up, and the song that starts playing is this song. Danny's song, Anne Murray. We've just begun. Right. Okay. So I wake up and I realize that I slept on the wrong side of my body. So I'm facing away from my phone. Okay. (laughs) And I'm on the pain side of my body. So this music is playing in the background, and the first thing that goes through my head is, no. No, this is not my day. I will not give this song my whole day. So I I go, I got to flip over, right? And I'm like, ah. Your body's like, no, you will listen to Anne Murray. So I am physically making the most pained noises. As I'm trying to flip over and I'm going, ah. (laughs) At this moment, you're Tom Hanks at the end of Saving Private Ryan. Yes. You're leaning up against the Jeep. The Nazi tank is coming down the causeway. So I go to flip over to change the song because I'm Uh, like, I can't. Not Anne Murray right Right. now. There are times when the song will be fine, but opening your day is not it. So as I flip over, I reach for the phone and I knock it off of my bedside table. So, and while in doing that action, I overextend my rib cage. So (laughs) the phone is out of reach. So now the phone is on the floor and I have no will left because I'm sick and my rib hurts. Yeah. And so I'm just going, why? (laughs) Why, God? (laughs) It's like 530 in the morning. Oh, no. And I am in the deepest pit of grief that I have been in in many days. I am completely emotionally tapped out. And this and, is the soundtrack. And this is the soundtrack to my suffering. <laughs> Things gonna be right. right. And then, so I'm just laying there, and I think, and I'm thinking to myself, how am I gonna try to muster the strength to physically get out of bed today? Because this, to me, is awful. Did you right? did you lie there and just no, take this? This whole is what song? I did. I'm, at, I'm face down. And I start going, ain't got money. <laughs> Did you embrace it? I'm so in love with you, honey. Everything to be a pain of love. Right. And so then I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to do it. Laura, she's like, dear human resources, <laughs> the so conditions have become untenable. I go I go to do it. I pick up the phone and I look at the screen and I see Anne Marie's beautiful face. And I realized that everything was going to be all right. Oh, wow. And that was my morning. That was what I did. Look at that. Isn't that great? Excruciatingly painful. What came up next? I got to know what came up next. In the oh, I, I, I killed it. I oh, was done with okay, it at okay. that point in time. You didn't get it. No, no, no. But it was like, it was, it was weirdly, mm. it was like that scene in Gladiator, the last scene where he gets stabbed by Joaquin oh, he's, Phoenix. He's, he's like floating through the wheat yes. field, touching yeah, yeah, yeah. The, edge, <laughs> the tips of the wheat, 
with his fingertips, and there's right. his wife and dead son waving. Right, but it's me in my bed, and it's like oh, my Pomeranian buddy. that passed away two oh. years ago. And I'm like, Boo Bear, welcome me into welcome me into Valhalla. I'm ready. Take me now. Take me now. I'm ready to die right now. But thankfully, Anne Murray saved my life. So, oh. well, welcome, welcome, welcome to your day. Right. So that was the way I started my morning today at five thirty in the morning. It's still sick, by the way. Sick as I'll get out. It's my fault. Key takeaways from the DeSantis-Haley debate in Iowa. Chris Christie's hot mic picks up a couple of insults against uh, some people that he was endorsing. President Joe Biden's wife comes and says, he can still do the job at 81. He still got it, right? I mean, he can still well, he can to, still play. To her credit, she's leaning into what she's got. She's playing the hand that God dealt her. And a reporter asks Hunter Biden what kind of crack he smokes. And I even though Hunter Biden didn't answer that, I actually know what the answer is. Oh. I can what? actually Yes, I know what the answer is <laughs> about crack cocaine. Okay, okay. We shall discuss when we get back right after this.